grapevine. We're two friends of celeb wine while spilling celeb tea. And this is our 2022 recap year episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we could have worked on that better. We could have worked it on that, but it's okay. They get the gist um, of it. We decided that we want to wrap up every single news story we've talked about this year. Um, the good ones, probably specifically more the bad ones, because we. That's <laughs> truly the reason we started this podcast is for <laughs> bad celeb stories, and a couple sh- funny ones that probably should not be funny, but <laughs> exactly. And maybe it wasn't flew under your radar that you've forgotten about that we're going to bring back into your memory. Yeah, because you've forgotten, but we never do. <laughs> we forgot a couple, but it's okay. No, we probably. <laughs> Um, we can start it from the top. So we want to give the top 10 pop culture moments of 2022. Oh man. And then. You know what? Number one is literally the start of this podcast. Like our first episode, first thing we ever discussed on the show, the slap heard around the world, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the 2022 Oscars. After Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith's um, alopecia. Alopecia. If you guys don't remember, he walks up on the stage. Will's, Will walks up on the stage and... <laughs> that was it. I that was still... the moment everybody immediately got on their phones. I think Twitter probably had a spike in users oh my uh, in that moment. Because everybody went to see if that was real. Um, I'm sure YouTube TV or any kind of platform that you were watching where you could rewind. Uh, also a spike. Because I know that we rewound it uh, we watching in the house. At my watch party, we were like frantically getting on Twitter to see, was that real? Was that a bit? Um, yeah. Was that scripted? Uh, truly what had happened. And I remember we were, like, dissecting second by second <laughs> the reaction after the slap to be like, okay, like, they're clearly oh, actors, but are they this good of an actor like, to... Well, it's not that good. Pull um, this off. Look, neither is Chris Rock, so... No. <laughs> the keep my name's... My wife's name out your fucking, fucking mouth. mouth. <laughs> Insane. That... Um, so for anybody who may not know, or maybe this is one of their first episodes tuning in, Ariana and I had had a podcast in the works for like months. Yes. I think we had an idea of, our first episode was just going to be a recap of the Oscars because why not? It's quite literally, it's nicknamed Hollywood's Biggest Night Out. Yeah. Um, so I think that we were just going to get on and just talk about the Oscars. And then to this day, it is our most listened to episode. Oh yeah. Because I think everyone was searching for answers the next day. And it was perfect that the Oscars were on a Sunday. We got into the rhythm where we record every Monday. And by Tuesday, (laughs) it was still water cooler talk. Even today, it is water cooler talk. Um, and that's what got the show going. It quite literally is probably one of the biggest moments of 2022, which is at why it's the top of our list. And I'd say in just like pop culture history. And 
Honestly, yeah, probably pop culture history and both of their careers. Hmm. Like, nobody cares about Fresh Prince anymore. Yeah. Nobody cares about the Rush Hour. Or Madagascar. That's Chris Tucker! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, again, so this probably goes more to that point of <laughs> the biggest man Chris Rock's career was the slap. Yeah, now he's getting the first ever live Netflix special. And I'm not oh, saying it's because of the slap, but... Not not saying it's because of the slap. Come on, let's be serious, team. <laughs> man. I can't believe I did that again. You no, you called. Was it me. also Chris Tucker and Shrek? No, it was Eddie Murphy the first. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Tucker, I'm really sorry that you're not memorable for me. Oh my gosh. Uh. <laughs> no, Chris Rock is not memorable to you, not Chris Tucker. Is it Chris Tucker? Chris Tucker is the rush hour guy. Chris Rock. You are not memorable to me. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. And evidently. Oh, buddy. All right. What's our next? Oh, God. <laughs> our next Oh, moment. okay. There's no way to uh, transition into this. I'm going to wait to Ariel. We're not on. laughing about this. We're laughing about the jokes that were made, which is not making us sound much better. But our next moment. <laughs> Was Queen Elizabeth II dying? Uh, Twitter was a firestorm that day. A firestorm. As when anything like remotely bad or terrible happens, Twitter seems to be a safe space. Yeah, if you or just where like your dark thoughts go to be said. Yeah, I didn't personally make any tweets, but I might have laughed, retweeted, liked, chuckled. Yeah. Bookmarked. No, I'm just kidding. Bookmarked. <laughs> um, so Queen Elizabeth II dies, and now we have a King Charles with his um, stubby ass fingers, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Queen Consort Camilla. Miraculously, though, what great timing! Okay, not great timing. There's no great time for anybody to die, but we get the Harry Meghan documentary dropping later that year Mm -hmm. where they're spilling the tea and and in the midst of all this the the crown season what are we five five? yeah (laughs) just the second half of 2022 was uh the firm all about the firm i just um oh man (laughs) those jokes i should not laugh at that but they were (laughs) <laughs> they were so funny I... there were some unfortunate hilarious ones yeah it's I didn't want it to be that funny but you know and it started from the second they announced that she was very sick and oh Twitter started going in I mean nonstop. <laughs> At number three. <laughs> yeah, please change this one because I can't. We're so <laughs> yeah. At number three uh, is the Don't Worry Darling press tour, which Lord knows and listener knows that we have rang this towel dry. Um, yeah. But 
There is it was a reason. The gift that kept it, on giving. It felt like every single week there was just something new to talk about. You know, I yeah. like literally forgot about Jason Sudeikis laying underneath the car. The salad recipe. Because of the salad dressing. Uh, sal- <laughs> yeah, salad dressing recipe. Um, <laughs> we had the infamous Spitgate with uh, Harry and Chris Pine. We had Florence Pugh, or as she's now known as Miss Flo. We have um, the whole, is the movie based on or is it not based on female pleasure discussion. Oh, God, uh, I forgot about that. Then we have oh. the whole uh, Olivia Wilde is a female director. There's not many whole um, discussion. Oh, about female pleasure? Well, her being just a female actor turned director, that was a whole, that's a whole thing within itself. Not not of drama, but that caught, that was a big point of discussion. How there's we not had a- the um, Kiki Lane and her. Oh, my goodness. Boyfriend being cut from the movie. Being cut um, from the movie. Um, we have Olivia being served uh, custody oh, papers. Oh, crap. While promoting the movie. That was at the very, very, very beginning. Yeah. Um, we have, this is minuscule, but I mean, it played a massive part in all of us. The non-posting or um, on, on Instagram from, from Florence. That was what caused eyebrows to start raising. We have one of the few people. I am like, I'm such an advocate for the devil at this point that I might beat him himself (laughs) with my opinions on the show. But I, this was such a turn off, this whole promo thing for me of Florence Pugh. I think that she's a little see you next Tuesday now. Oh, see, I. Don't I know really. you were already obsessed with her, though, but... Yeah, I wasn't. From the jump, I just didn't think she was a big enough star to be acting the way she does. Like, mm. she doesn't have this super long resume to... And I know everybody's like, she's the next Meryl Streep, and whatever. Maybe she is, but even yeah. if Meryl Streep was acting like a bitch like this, I'd call her bitch as well, so... Yeah. I guess we still don't know exactly. And the but now I guess it could be that Florence and Harry had something and then she felt gypped that Yeah, Olivia... that's the story now that they were apparently fooling around and yeah. he picked Olivia instead. Which, you know, that would say And then there off. was another story that <laughs> she was with Zach Braff and Zach Braff is best friends with Jason Sudeikis and then she felt she had to keep this secret of Olivia and Harry. Who knows? We still yeah. don't have answers to this. Somebody from um, behind the scenes needs to do a little tell all. Like, oh, yeah, they'd make bank. The funny thing Absolutely. to me about that movie mixed reviews. I think that as a society, we forget that a movie can just be okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's either it doesn't like have to be the next big thing, it doesn't have to be the best movie ever. It, I think we think that if it's not the best movie we've ever seen, it's a shit movie. Mm. There's stuff that's just okay. I have laid it in the okay category for the movie, not something I'm gonna watch yeah. all the time. But it was yeah. never something I was going to watch all the time, even if it was great, because um, it's not my thing. But um, they made bank, and it's definitely because of the controversy. They made like mm-hmm. um, eighty-five million dollars off the movie with a budget of twenty million dollars, and I mm. think that they were like planned to just make forty. So, wow. The the I don't know if it was on purpose, 
the press tour or if it was just, you know, a never-ending shit show. But Mm -hmm. nonetheless, she persisted and it worked. (laughs) And it worked. Um, All right. What's her next story? Number four. Johnny Depp and the Amber Heard trial, which I'll let you take the lead on because I buried my hand, my head in the sand um, when it came to this because I just couldn't hear about it anymore but you kept up with it so i'll let you take the um i did keep up with it because people kept asking me to keep up with it and as i've said i don't know if i've ever watched a johnny depp movie in my life and i've watched one amber heard movie and that was magic mike and i certainly wasn't watching it for her but (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you went into this unbiased (laughs) unbiased don't care about either of these people (laughs) truly from the bottom of my heart um (laughs) talk about an internet shit show we have um now tiktok body language experts people that made full careers off of dissecting this lawsuit which to me should have never been on tv because why are we talking about domestic violence whether you think she it happened or not because both sides say that the other person was the abuser. abuser. Yeah. Why is this Aaron on 16 different channels talking <laughs> about beating each other up? It's bad vibes all the way. But Johnny Depp sued Amber Heard for an op-ed she wrote for the Washington Post, I believe. And in the post, she says that she's a survivor of domestic abuse. And um, we're, she countersued him for statements made by his attorney. Which I know a lot of people are like, he didn't say that. His attorney did. Well, your attorney's your representative, so statements made by your attorney on your behalf are technically kind of statements made by you. So mm-hmm. that's the gist of that. She countersued him for statements made for, by his attorney. Um, it is the weirdest outcome of a case ever because they both technically won. He got awarded more damages. Um, he got awarded like $10 million in damages and she got awarded like one. I don't remember the numbers, guys. I should have looked this up because we knew we were going to talk about this, but I don't care. We covered it because people cared yeah. about it. We covered it, I'd say, us. probably just as much as, maybe not to the same amount, um, but, like, don't worry, darling, just every week, given yeah. it was a trial, so we were learning more every week as it or happened, every we day. we learning more and more, and we also yeah. cared a lot more about the don't worry, darling drama than we did. Because it was a lot less... Um, heavy i guess yeah yeah like this is i don't want to talk about domestic abuse and rape and but but i would love i still to this day love to debate whether chris pine got spat on by harry styles that is still interesting to me we will debate on i could talk about that for the rest of my life this it's not my business and i'm just I don't care. Anyway, we don't. He won and she won. So it makes no sense. She appealed her claim and they recently, I think last week, settled the claim Mm -hmm. and she has to pay him a million dollars and then that's the end of it. Which to me, I know people say she didn't win. As far as numbers go, she won. Even if the appeals process, the court overturned it, the public already hates her, so there was no, like, getting out of it for her. No. Even if the appeals court was like, hey, the jury got this completely wrong, this is it. Public opinion's already ruled. 
in his favor. So she had nothing to benefit from it. But now she, to me, benefited from not having to pay $10 million and only have to pay a million dollars. And apparently she had some kind of insurance policy that's going to cover it. So she doesn't even have to pay the million dollars. And also, I feel like we talked about this one here, but I can't remember. She has a kid via surrogate. And the rumor Hmm. is the man who bought Twitter and ruined my life, Elon Musk, is the baby's dad. Because that's who she dated after Johnny Depp. Mm -hmm. And, um... If so, even though he is burning through billions of dollars a day right now, she should be fine for life. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Will she make any more movies? Probably not. I mean, she'll be fine for life regardless because certain people will still hire her and she will be able to man. She's not going to be like some normie, you know? Yeah, exactly. But, um,. I just was like, I'm so over this. I am. Yeah. I'm so glad they settled because I did not want to hear any more about this damn lawsuit or any other lawsuits happening right now, which we'll talk about later as well. But right. All right. Now um, a fun story for us, but not for their wives. Not for, not for the wives. <laughs> uh, so I feel like it was probably around September. It sounds right. Maybe, yeah, maybe August, September, uh, we get news that Adam Levine was cheating on his wife, Bahati Prinsloo. Um, obviously, internet set ablaze. There was a bunch of girls coming forward uh, with screenshots of DMs that he had sent her, specifically a TikTok named, this name will never leave my consciousness for ever, the rest ever, of my existence. Ever. Sumner Strower, but we just call her Sumner. Um, Sumner, one name only. One name only. She made a TikTok talking about her relationship with Adam. It went absolutely viral. And then a few weeks later, we have Ned from former BuzzFeed employees and now the Try Guys um, cheating on his wife with a co-worker named Alex. Alex, You can't even say a co-worker because he's her boss. But he's her boss, yes. Yeah. Um, And that... Also, I feel like within a couple of weeks, also took the internet. And so it was just a massive thing about guys who um, put up this front about being absolutely in love with their wives. Wife but guys. But actually, wife yeah. guys. Um, but actually cheating on them. Adam Levine's was pretty funny. Whole meme thing about like, oh you're my so God. fucking hot. Because they dropped the text from, she posted the text from the. From the Instagram DMs. Yes. And then the Try Guys was just, it was funny and it wasn't funny in the sense of people making fun of the Try Guy fans. Because it's such a niche group of people oh, who are like. Oh, it absolutely was. And Ariana and I were two of me them. Me and I. Um, me and you. Yeah. yeah. We were both yeah. two of those people. I was, I was so shocked at like the amount of feedback we got from that story because I did not think that, well, initially when the whole story came out, I was embarrassed to even text you about it. Because oh, I didn't think no. that anybody watched Try Guys. And then um, we posted about it on our Instagram page and it blew up. I was like, oh, yes. Okay, so it's not just me and Courtney. And we no. got a lot of reactions from the episode because Ned sucks, man. Like, I don't know how to say this without sounding awful, but I expected it from Adam Levine. Like, people oh, talk yeah. about how much of a shithead he is. He gets no, like, you never hear great stories coming out about Adam Levine. So hearing that he cheated on his wife 
the least shocking thing ever to right. me. Ned, his whole shtick is his wife. They have been mm-hmm. doing wife-husband internet things since like 2014 2013 mm-hmm. like it's been years almost a YouTube decade YouTube videos and cookbooks and yes, how to's and their whole brand and actually I was looking at his page the other day because now the try guys come up on my like explore page because the algorithm you know right but he has not posted since he posted um his apology which was September 27th and this is like a few days before the new year and he still has not apologized I mean, it's still not posted. And neither is she, which I'm sure that they have, like, Fensta's and maybe they're posted on there. But I was like, that is very interesting to me. Absolutely. And in us, and I, um, like we said it from the top, we hate that this is happening to their wives. But in a twisted way, I don't really think it shed any more light on Maroon 5 because they're, like, one of the biggest bands in the world. Um, yeah. It seems like the three, quite literally, try guys yeah. now um, are getting no. <laughs> yeah are quite like they're getting like a lot of views now, and they've got a lot more eyes on them. And maybe people who didn't know they existed are now checking out their YouTube videos. They are it's great content. It is they're hilarious. Really, it's they're lighthearted. So they are just guys that are trying different activities in their own specific ways. Um, and if anything, if there's a small silver lining in anything of this, it is more people get to discover the Try Guys um, and become fans like Ariana and I. So Yeah, they're funny guys. I mean, like, I truly LOL when I watch yeah. their videos. They yeah. got me through COVID, like when we were in oh. lockdown. And I'm just watching their videos on repeat. Because Courtney knows, if you send me a video longer than a minute, she mm. will not watch I won't watch it. Try guys, they have hour-long episodes on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, I'll watch this right just before I go to bed. Yep. <laughs> um, moving on to number six. We have Britney Spears' wedding. Um oh, buddy. Which is uh I don't necessarily want to say bittersweet, but there is like a light and dark to it. A light in that she got married. Like she was yeah. out of her conservatorship. She finally and got married. That's the one thing that she requested in her, her conservatorship to be able to get married and have kids. Yes. Um, so yeah, in the pros and cons list of this, uh, that's obviously in the pro. And the con was we don't believe that she necessarily planned this wedding herself, given the amount of celebrities that were there that in Ooh. months since she either one doesn't seem like she necessarily knew or two even invited them um her like sons were there seems like she yep. has beef with them with her yeah and selena gomez was there very odd she, she would name uh actors that she would later post on her instagram being like can you believe that the actor or actress from and then states one of their bigger projects Wrong. was at my wedding but not um, their name yeah it was just it was it's all very confusing and like i said her her sons weren't there um well, didn't her sons choose not to go? I guess so, yeah. And I guess in the midst of all this, we also have, uh, which luckily kind of flew under the radar, Kevin Federline had like a whole tell-all interview. I didn't even bother watching it. Um, no, I'm not watching So it I don't really know what happened. Kevin Federline. Yeah, not really giving him any views or time or space in my head. 
Um, that's a whole thing. Yeah. No. You know, I wonder, okay, and this is, it's nobody's job to take care of a grown-ass adult, you know? Still to this day, her husband, who seems like an idiot, so I'll take that with a grain of, take it with a grain of salt, but her husband seems like he, um, he seems like he's not really, I don't, like, taking any kind of care of her. Her Instagram is still ridiculous. Her Instagram's as crazy as it was during the conservatorship. And we used to think like, oh, somebody's posting to make her look crazy. And that's why she's posting all these random things. But it's still just as crazy, if not worse. Like maybe before this, somebody was telling her not to post all the crazy shit she wanted to. But it's just so strange to me that her husband would be like, allegedly of sound mind and body and not kind of I don't want to say monitoring because again she's a grown adult but there's something wrong with her mentally and we just don't know what it is but it just doesn't make sense to me that her husband can just sit there and watch her post these things and I assume he's the one taking the pictures because she is taking nudes on the beach and somebody's got to be taking the pictures of her it's not like they have a photographer Taking bad photos, iPhone photos. And I don't know. I just don't trust her husband one bit. And then again, it is not an adult's responsibility to take like care of another adult. But I wondered about Drew Barrymore being at her wedding, and I was like, Drew Barrymore has had like one of the roughest childhoods of anyone in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if there was somebody that Britney Spears could like trust to help her get some like mental help, Drew Barrymore would be one of those people. But, and listen, Drew Barrymore seems like a, such a nice woman that I imagine she probably has tried to help Brittany and Brittany's maybe said no or something. Mm-hmm. But it's just crazy to me that Drew Barrymore hasn't been like, hey, you know, I don't want you to be in conservatorship and I don't want you to be on lithium, but yeah. maybe we can put you on something. Something's not right. And right. I, I don't think that she needs to be under the care of her parents, especially her shitty ass dad. Mm-hmm. to live as a full adult but she does need to get some kind of mental health treatment hell me and you are like normal people and we get mental health treatment so mm-hmm. i can't imagine like growing up she's been famous since she was eight years old now she's 40 something yeah. and just raw dog in life like girl mm-hmm. you gotta get some <laughs> you gotta get something like yeah start with the xanax Absolutely. and work your way down a little lexapro yeah. we don't need yeah. anything too crazy but yeah all right what's our next story our next story gosh one that i want to talk about even less than Brittany. um kanye 2022 was the official year we thought it was could have been last year it could have been 2020 it could have been whenever he was supporting trump for president um, 2020 year was the year that we officially canceled Kanye West, um, or Ye West. I could at least say yay, I guess. <laughs> no, he doesn't deserve that much respect. Um, I, in the way that we were trying to rack our brains for all the stories that Don't Worry Darling came out with is the same way that we could talk about all the, uh, wild stories that Kanye made the news for this year. Um, he is basically a Nazi. 
That's not even yeah. a uh, exaggeration. Yeah. Uh, what else has he done? <laughs> that's a pretty that's a pretty good and big one. Um, you could just yeah, you could have just done that this year, and he would have been solely canceled. But it was the whole year leading up to him. Dude, the promoting. beginning of this year, because we're gonna talk about this later. I wavered on whether I should name Genius as mm. one of my favorite documentaries this year. I I put did put it in mind. Because because at the time we didn't know better, but the first two episodes, holy shit! You watched that and you were like, "This is why I became a Kanye fan. This mm-hmm. is why we've looked over." Well, you know, I agreed with them at the time. The, yeah, <laughs> at the time I agreed with him for the George Bush doesn't care about white people thing. I was like, mm-hmm. facts. I overlooked the Taylor Swift thing. I like I made mm-hmm. an exception for it. I was like, that sucked, and he's a dickhead for it, but whatever. Right. Oh, give it a pass. Um, I was kind of off of Kanye when the slavery is a choice thing happened. Oh, yeah. I was like, all right, yeah, you're done for me. Um, but if you are still on the Kanye train at this point. You are a soul rider. You are a lone rider. You are a, yourself a white supremacist. I <laughs> ain't, ain't no music that good ever. No, ever. no. Like, you could pick my favorite song ever, which I don't know if I actually have, like, a one single solitary favorite song. But anyway, but you could pick your favorite song ever. And I can't be like, you know what? This is too good for me to care about people of color and Jews and, like, screw it. Yeah. No. I mean. Yeah. Truly. It is. The guy. Again, a person that, in the Britney realm of things, needs... It is not an adult's job to take care of another adult, but he needs somebody in his life that tells him no. Like, yeah. if you watch that documentary, you realize that every one of his friends just go along with his antics. And it's probably why he's not friends with, like, Beyonce <laughs> anymore. Oh, but, yeah. like, um, he, he needs somebody to be like, take your fucking meds, bro. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck's going on? But again, I don't want to blame his mental health for his actions because there are tons of people who have mental health disorders who are not dickheads like britney spears something is wrong i don't know what i don't want to diagnose her but she's never done anything that makes you feel like she's an awful person you know yeah we are just concerned for her kanye that's something deep within like you don't yeah say racist um, shit just because you're you know having mm -hmm. an episode that's not how it works um, I, I wanted to look up like maybe a small list of just as controversies, controversies solely in 2022. Ooh. Um, his feud with Pete Davidson, which at the time we were kind of like, haha, whatever. Um, it did cross into a little sketchy, threatening, uh, threatening uh, when he put out a music video and it showed, um, Pete Davidson being decapitated. That's when you're kind of like, okay, that's. That doesn't really, we can't really just laugh that one off like, oh, what Kanye versus Pete. Um, Obviously, the anti-Semitic remarks, obviously, um, the White Lives Matter shirt. Um, The claims about the death of uh, George Floyd. Oh, saying that he didn't die from. Yeah, from from being choked. Um, He started, he he said that. God, um, there was just other 
also worrying controversies he's had but obviously the most was his anti-semitic remarks and that he's doubled down tripled down quadrupled down yeah also a big fuck you to everybody that keeps giving him a platform to say this shit like Mm -hmm. you know you know what he's going on there to say at this point like alex jones is gonna go to the depths of hell for everything he's already already done but you already got like you got sued for a billion dollars a billion with a b and then you bring kanye on because you are so desperate for clicks that you'll do Mm -hmm. anything for money and you have to go on there alex jones has to say you're going too far but that's Uh, what alex jones yeah like i i don't even care i wish nothing but the worst for alex jones and honestly kanye at this point like feel bad for his kids but mm-hmm. i can separate you know you can separate the art from an artist the artist mm-hmm. i can separate a kid from the parent like mm. they have nothing to do with their dad being a fucking dickhead right who made yeah. good music 15 years ago like yeah whatever yeah What's um next? <laughs> our next um we have Ticketmaster slash Taylor Swift. Um I am a personal victim of this. I know, <laughs> I know that I waited um when tickets went on sale at 10, probably till around three o'clock to get tickets um for Taylor Swift. Um the whole I, well, I think you said that Congress is in the middle of investigating everything. Yeah. It is absolutely. Because I don't. If anything uh, remotely like this happens with Beyonce, I oh, I will just I wait will be... for concert videos to be posted because I can't. I can't do it again. I that was a whole work day. I got <laughs> granted. I got paid for it. Um, but <laughs> boss is like, okay, <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> In the midst of all this, uh, in the midst of having to be chosen to be a verified fan to get a code to maybe log on if Ticketmaster's website wasn't shut down to maybe wait for multiple hours in a queue with thousands and thousands of people to maybe get a seat to maybe pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for, um, God, I just went on that whole rant. A uh, certain way that the tickets were priced was... If a show is in demand, they are going to upsell it and they are going to overprice oh, tickets versus a show that a lot of people may not attend. Perhaps Damn. your local Disney on Ice versus a Taylor yeah. Swift stadium show. Um, and it, it was say, crazy. The day of guys. itself was frustrating enough. Ticketmaster was already going to hell itself. Now knowing that this was like a tactic that they used for people that they know would buy tickets regardless. Um, yeah, definitely needs to be investigated. Definitely needs to break apart this entire monopoly that they have on the, the ticketing system. I was talking to somebody in Trader Joe's about this today. <laughs> and I know Taylor Swift's one of the biggest people on the planet. I fucking get it. I've seen her before. Just crazy that we have to go through all this for Taylor Swift, though. <laughs> the dancing ain't it. The singing, pitchy. The hits are there. The hits are there. But uh, for Taylor Swift, 
Like, imagine if Michael Jackson was alive and we had to go through this oh. for Michael Jackson tickets. Like, uh, what? You yeah. You couldn't. I'm very nervous for Beyonce and I low-key think that Beyonce's waiting until Ticketmaster figures I out their shit the same. before she announces because it's getting close. I don't want to say close, but like, tour's probably going to have to start in April, May, summer mm-hmm. tour. Cause you know, at this point, a- I'd just be happy with a, a music video. She doesn't have to listen, even release them all listen. at once. Just give Again, us something the four we're gonna or five minute video later. break my soul. Yeah, just- She's got me riled up. I love the woman, but we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Because I'm going to go on a rant if I start now. We'll come back to it. <sighs> we'll- uh, we <laughs> mentioned this a little bit earlier on. Oh, Our next wait, story. one more thing. I wanted to oh, go ahead, I wanted to tell you this really quickly. I, uh, as you guys know, if you've been listening, do not listen to country whatsoever. But um, there's a country artist named Zach Bryan, and he hosted a show at Red Rocks out in Colorado and live streamed, I mean, not live streamed, recorded the album and posted on Spotify. And the album is called All My Homies Hate Ticketmaster. <laughs> 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 Which I just thought was great. I was like, okay. <laughs> That is great. That right. is great. That's it for that. Sorry. <laughs> um, our number nine story. We touched on it briefly. We're talking about Kanye, but uh, Kim Kardashian wore Marilyn Monroe's oh, dress to the Met Gala this year. And ripped it. Also, her entire um, relationship with Pete Davidson was wow, a what? massive point of discussion this year. I don't know if we have much to say more about that. She, no. wore... <laughs> yeah, she wore the dress. You know that's so. That's the biggest thing that happened for the Kardashians this year. Yeah, I'd say so. Which is just Uh, strange for them. Next to, um, I guess we can also throw in Kylie had her baby. Chloe had a son via surrogate with Tristan Thompson that that came out. Um, Courtney got married to Travis Barker. Dear God, yeah, that was annoying. That Um, happened. Unfortunate for their kids that they just had. Once you have so many kids, people stop caring. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like... Hard to keep up. The Duggars, they've got 12 kids. Nobody knows anybody's name except for the oldest and the youngest. I don't know, I don't know any of their names, but I'm no, talking about no. their parents. Yeah. They, they don't know. I guess we really names. don't need to know names because still, Kylie... They haven't released them. Nor Neither Chloe them have, have released names. Yeah. Of, of their I think if they're keeping visions. those in their back pocket, when they have a scandal breakout, they're going to drop baby pictures, baby names. Mm. Like... that's a, That's a good thought. Yeah. And then to round out our top stories of 2022, Rihanna's baby announcement. And she had and she had her son. Yes, um, and released pictures of him. And but we still pic- don't know his name. But what shook <laughs> the internet was um was the baby announcement. I believe it was around February. Yeah, it was. And it was um yeah, that was that was a great that was a great moment. Wow. I was so excited. Like I know her. I know, honestly, same. What? And yeah. just as we suspected, uh, a beautiful baby. Beautiful. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. Which, again, we said this a couple weeks ago. Um, ASAP Rocky, beautiful stunning. man. Beautiful man. Ooh, Rihanna. Stunning. Yeah. Stunning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good viral moment for this year. Right? It is. Yeah. yeah. Um... And then uh, Rihanna, obviously, 
one of the most beautiful women on the planet. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. you have eyes, even if you're blind, you know. <laughs> You've seen her. You've seen her. Um, now, I should have said it at the top of the show, but we are going to introduce our 2022 Vino Awards. So we have a few different categories. We are going to speak on some of our favorites of each category. And let's kick it off with our songs. Our favorite songs of 2022. Okay. So, Mall doesn't listen to a lot of new music. But my favorite song of 2022 is T.T. May Pergunto. And I know I just sounded like... A West Virginian reading Spanish, but <laughs> TT May Pergunto by Bad Bunny. It's a banger. Uh, banger. Banger. Like, I'm still playing it like it just came out. I love that song. Love it. What's your number one song of the year? My number one song is. I feel like you have a uh-oh. couple. This is your thing. Oh, yeah, I do have a few. <gasps> Ooh, uh, that's it's Uh Oh by Tate McRae. Um, I obviously I'm going to have like a bunch of Harry, a bunch of Taylor, Beyonce. This song kind of just kept breaking through when I would keep replaying albums. It is such a good song. Tate McRae is probably one of my favorite up and coming little pop artists. Oh, um, she's so good. She's gonna be. She's okay, gonna be. This is only me and you are the only people saying it so far, but she's gonna be huge. I yes. can feel it. Like, yeah. She's and and. It, Every song, every song she puts out. I, she was a dancer, so you watch her performances, and she can clearly dance. Does she have the best vocals? No. Does she have a great tone to her voice? Uh, yeah, and she can yeah, freaking write a song. She ain't gonna hit no t- She's not gonna be doing any top hits, but uh, I mean like high notes or anything like that. But yeah. she's um, who did I compare it to? Dua Lipa. She's Dua Lipa. Like yes, I love Dua. She's not a super great singer but it is fun music like do you know who i think of tate mcgray i but i do think this comparison is a little unjust because zara larson is a great singer but also like famous not as famous like singers that need to have like a lot more spotlight on them because they could put out a song what song do you have next um this is like I don't even know if I called a deep cut because I'm going to talk about this again later. But Virgo's Groove on mm. from Renaissance by Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Six Minutes of Heaven. It's mm-hmm. just... Sounds like three different songs in those six minutes. It surely each does. One. Each one. Great. I could listen to it nonstop. Doesn't get old to me. I, I, it's I so love good. it. Yes. Right. My next You're one. You're the music girly. I'll I be ready for the TV. Yeah. What is it? Okay. Um, well, I have two more. No, go ahead. Yeah. But my next one is uh, obviously Satellite by Harry Styles. That oh, is a good one. my favorite song from Harry's House. Um, I, I don't know why. There is just something so addictive about that song. Do you have another? No, I don't. Go ahead. Okay, my last one uh, is called Ceilings by Lizzie McAlpine. Great singer-songwriter. Everybody should check her out. She also has a song with Phineas, which is Billy Eilish's brother, called um, uh, Hate 
Oh my god. Hey, oh my god. Um, hate to be lame. Hate to be lame. Um, so good. So good. But Lizzie McAlpine, I obsess with. Obsess with. Okay. Our next category is best album of 2022. And I went with, I'm one and done, baby. I, if you've listened to this podcast, you already know my answer. Yes. It's, it's Renaissance by Beyonce. 10 out of 10, no notes. I mean, Start to it, back. Yeah. I was seven in the morning. I listened to this album and I was like, I need, I need to, to be in the a club. club. Yeah, I need to be in the club right now. I need to be dancing. I, I can't. I can't sit still right now. Um, and mind you, I listened to the clean version of the album for probably a month before I realized <laughs> it was the clean version. You did. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, it is such. I remember when you such... realized that Cuff It uh, says. Doesn't... Wait, what? How does the radio version say basically? Cuff We're it gonna up, mess cuff up, it up. Cuff it up. We're going. But how do you say? We gonna go out tonight. We gonna go out tonight. Oh, I my think that's God. what it says. Black lights. Black lights. Black. Yeah. yeah, that's me. On the park, Jenny, can we go up tonight? Throw it up. It's throw up. Throw up tonight. <laughs> we getting torn up. We getting turned up tonight. <laughs> and I was just singing it. I was like, cuff it up, cuff it up, cuff it up. And I was like, yeah. I don't really know what that means, but no. cuff it up, cuff it up. Cuff it up. Man, that was such an embarrassing time for me. But that's <laughs> not, that, that album, I just. Oh my gosh. I just, I, uh, Virgo's Groove is what I've landed on, on that being my favorite song from the album. And it took me a lot of time. That album came out in July. It is now December. You think that's your solidified favorite? Solidified favorite. But others that I love. Alien Superstar. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I used to love Cuff It until it became a TikTok song. And now I'm so sick of it. I don't want to hear it ever again. I I enjoy Virgo's Groove. um, But the transitions from track 10 to track 16... Move, heated, thick, all up in your mind. America has a problem. Pure honey, summer renaissance. Back half of the album. What? That and you know, usually the back serotonin. half of the album is not what you... It's usually... Albums are usually front heavy, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the best songs are at the front, and then you have like... I have the funniest thing in my head for the back half album of songs. It's always my example. It's how my name is Bob and I work at my job. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Timberlake, Justin Timberlake, just sex love sounds. He he put the weaker songs way. for the backs. He knew, he like you know, you know, you. It's usually like a test. You know the stuff at the front, and then the stuff you don't know is at the back. Beyonce mm-hmm. switched it up. The good stuff's at the back, and then it's almost like you I don't want to say the weaker it. songs, but it's almost like you've earned it from listening to that album, and then you just hit. It is just like. You hit a you're wave, listening to bro. Like, and it's not even like it was bad in the first half. You're feeling no. You're feeling it. And it's almost like you have like audible Red Bull. Like something yes. just yes. all of a sudden takes you off and you can't stop. Like banger, 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 banger. And the transitions. Oh. I told you, I Drake's kind of on my shit list right now. But I would take a Drake Beyonce full album. Like, 
Oh, he just yeah. did that album with 21 Savage. If he would have done a Beyonce album, would have been wild. Oh my god. I'll have All a right. hot take. I still don't oh, think an, um 21 Savage album was good. I know you don't. And you know I what? want it's to. Really I want to. I can't. My favorite al- my favorite song on that album is the one where they talk about Megan Stallion. So it shouldn't be listened to it because I'm hardcore. Fair. I'm not even like a hottie because I, I like Megan Stallion, but I'm not going to go see her in concert if it's too expensive. But Yeah. <laughs> but if a ticket yeah. came up. If, if somebody was like, hey, I have an extra ticket, I'd make it. I'm, I'm rearrange my schedule. But, yeah. um. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Let's see. What's your, um. Uh, Renaissance definitely made my cut. Um, obviously Harry's House, Taylor Swift's Midnight's. And I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I'm a stan. And it's Jack Harlow's Come Home, The Kids Miss You. Oh, God, Courtney, no. No, I love it. I love it. I listen I listen to it weekly. Weekly. I love it. That man has a chokehold on me. Oh, I will. If I ever have... Yeah. If I have a golden opportunity, I will not waste it. We'll talk about this. We'll set <laughs> You've got to be the only person that stands aside with me. He's got to talk to you for that. Yeah. <laughs> I I love him. I love him. I love the album. Specifically, um, one of my favorite songs is his song with Pharrell, Movie Star. I... Uh, obsessed. 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 I... I, I I have no other words. Oh, you know what? I have another contender for album of the year, and I just thought about this because how can I leave my boy off the list? Bad Bunny. Because I can't. Yeah. It's because we can't say it. Because <laughs> I can't say it. That's why. I, that's why I'm leaving him off the list. But it's no. I'm not leaving him off the list. Unverano Senti, which I can. I just can't say it out loud, y'all. I can. I was really good in Spanish class. It's a summer without you is what the name of the album oh. is, but in Spanish. Um, but. Banger album. Banger. Like, I was listening to that shit, and I was like, no clue. His songs could be like, fuck Ariana, she's a stupid bitch. And I was like, hey! <laughs> I, I have the same feeling with um, Moto Mommy by Rosalia. Rosalia? Yeah. I played that, no idea what she was saying, but I was like, this is heaven to my ears. It's so good. So good. The, like, Spanish music's taken over. And oh, yeah. I don't hate it. I just need to get on Duolingo so I can yeah. <laughs> not fuck it up. Absolutely. Uh, okay. That's our next category. Let's list off our movies of the year. I have three. I only have two. Okay. What are I feel yours? Like one of ours is going to be the same. I have a feeling it could be. Top Gun. Yep. That's not the song. That's that is Batman. That. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to deny. Uh, 2022's movies and not mention Top Gun, which is like the highest grossing movie of 2022. Yeah. Um, they re-released it to theaters last week. Did they? Which is insane. I was talking to my Uber driver about this. Um, I talk to strangers in public, guys. I'm like the last <laughs> of a dying breed. But um, <laughs> I was talking to my Uber driver and I was like, oh yeah, because he told me about it. And I was mm-hmm. like, I think I might go see it in 4D this time. Oh. Like, you should. Where the seats move and stuff. Like, that'd be so fun to see. That. I remember I had you call me after you finished the movie. Yes, yes. I remember I was yes, at the pool and I was like, no, I need yes. you to tell me. Like, I need your immediate <laughs> reactions. I need you to know what your call sign name is. 
I need to know I what know. you thought. What was my... I forgot my call sign name. Yeah, I forgot mine too as well. Might have been like Cheetah. Yeah. That feels wrong. Like it wasn't. Does it? That. No, was yeah, it I Leopard? Because it was Leopard because my last name's Leonard. Leopard Leonard. It's just one letter off. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. you're right. Um, yeah. Honestly... <laughs> Great movie. You can't even hate it. It was timed perfectly. It came out beginning of, what was it, probably like Memorial Day? It was Memorial Day weekend. They dropped it. Which summer's like patriotic season. Like, you know. Yeah. Memorial Day. Remember the troops. And I feel like they, like, like, they didn't even re-release it. I feel like it was still like the top movie in like July. They kept it in theaters for forever. And then Labor Day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was insane. I have never, not since the 90s Titanic. Have I seen a, the a movie in the theaters? Actually, probably Avatar is the last time I've seen a movie in the theaters that long. Mm. Which I never saw it, but. What is right, your, what is, your second movie? movie? Okay. Oh, you want me to do my second? Oh. You can do your second. I only have two. So. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> my, my next one, for the people with kids. I don't have kids, but I hang out with kids. It is Turning Red, which is... Um, oh. Pixar's not not Pixar's latest movie, I don't think, but it is about a little girl going through puberty and um <laughs> you know like in Big Mouth they have the puberty monster. Um Yeah. Instead of the puberty monster, she turns into a red panda every time like her hormones rage. And um I think that it's like the best movie to the best way to discuss like hormones and stuff with kids. Because yeah. God, I dread the day. I have no kids again. But I dread the day I have to have like that talk with them. And like I think Big Mouth is a great show to teach kids about like hormones and like the mm-hmm. feelings that their bodies are feeling, but it's yeah. definitely too adult for maybe if you had a cool eighth grader, but for a regular eighth grader it's too adult. But turning red is like it's really cute. And like <laughs> I remember you talked about it. You really really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it, and it's like um, the main family is like Asian, and like they do a few cultural things in there. Pixar just does like their research really well, and oh, all yeah. their movies are really well thought out. And a kids' movie, but it's good. That's great. What are what are, I think I know your next one. What do you think it is? Which I still haven't seen. Everything, everywhere, all at once. It absolutely is. I, w- I that is actually my top great, like my top ranked movie of the year. Um, Top Gun is like the universal favorite. Personal favorite is Top everything. Gun was fun. Yeah, yeah. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, takes the cake as twenty twenty two is my favorite movie. Also, I'm putting it up there with one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, wow. I still haven't watched it again because, whew, that did a number on me. I don't think I've cried that hard via movie or just in life in a long time it was one of those i was what? in a movie theater and i was like <laughs> <laughs> actually okay. i do know the last time i cried that hard and we're gonna discuss it in my um tv favorites but <laughs> that's what i was about to say i was i'm gonna save it i'm gonna wait, I'm yeah, wait. we'll save it like um uh... everything everywhere all at once i can't even say i can't even describe the genre movie it's in because i feel like it literally touches every single thing um but it is an asian family the mother feels a little um, disconnected with her first generation daughter. They own a laundromat and they are about to get audited from the one and only Jamie Lee Curtis, who is fantastic in this movie. 
Um, but what happens is she enters this kind of like vortex of different things happen to her and she goes into her mind, the mom, I should say, um, and tries to imagine she's really upset with how her life has gotten to this point, basically. Um, Mm -hmm. and all the decisions that have led her to that point. So she goes into her mind and she's like, if I would have made one decision differently, my life would have taken this entirely different course. And what, what I have learned from that. So in one life, she would have became this movie star and this massive kung fu actress. And there is like elements of like a sci-fi, like kind of battle. And turns out that the monster that she's trying to defeat is her own daughter. Um, so there's like familial aspects. Um, it is such Damn. a wild movie, and it is. Did you? Okay, perfect. I haven't seen this yet because by the time it, I decided to go see it, it was out of theaters, and then you had to buy it on Amazon, and I was like, Jeff Bezos gets enough of my money, right? And now it's on <laughs> Showtime, and I don't have Showtime, so I have to wait for it to come. You're waiting until like, it comes on another platform. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, but did you ever? This reminded me of three different books. So, the first one is Crying and Crying in H Mart. Yep. You read that though. Yeah. My so uh, so for anybody listening, my sister and I are kind of like one half first generation from my mom's side, and yeah. the same time that I had seen uh, everything everywhere all at once, she was reading and she had just finished crying in H Mart, and it was almost like a I was pushing her to watch this movie and she was pushing me to read this book because we were like, yeah, it's like you have to. I st- I still have the book. I need to read. But walking out of the movie, I was like, if I read this, I'm just going die. to have the same yeah, reaction <laughs> as I did to this movie. Um, that, that, while you're talking about it, it reminded me of that. And then there's this other book I read called um, The Story of Mina Lee, which is about this girl who's a first generation immigrant. And You told me about this. I, think. I loved that book. I yeah. cry at books because... For me, books, when you are about to get sad, you could just close it. And yeah. <laughs> that's you what I do for sad books. time out your pain. Yeah. Yeah. And um, all right, now I'm just giving book recommendations, which is not on our list. But my other one is this story called Midnight Library, oh, which yes. somebody bought the rights to. So it's going to be a movie or TV show soon. But it is um, about this um, man or woman. Why can't I remember? Anyway. She commits suicide, and before she goes to heaven or hail, hail, hail. I was back home for four days in accents coming. <laughs> um, before she goes to heaven or hell, <laughs> she's in this weird purgatory where she gets to chooses where chooses. I can't talk. This every end of the episodes like this. She gets to choose the one. If she would have made a different choice at this time, what would have happened to her life? Mm-hmm. And she gets to see how it plays out. And it's really... So, those three books. That's what reminds me of this. So, now I'm about to reread those books and watch this movie. Maybe I was going to say, if those were, like, some of your favorite books, you were going to love this movie. Right. Because it almost gonna... hits on two things that it's exactly what the movie is about. Yeah. Um, and my last movie is, even though it's my third of his three favorite movies... Jordan Peele's Nope. Oh yeah, you. I. Yeah. I, it you is said it my was his worst movie, but it wasn't bad. Exactly. I don't know how to describe it yeah. other than that. Um, it is still. I think it's the same way how I felt with Everything Everywhere All at Once. 
it is just certain movies that is like you don't have anything else to really compare them to like it doesn't just like fit into like oh yeah it kind of reminds me of this and it kind of reminds me of this um just like a really original screenplay um like I said, still my third favorite Jordan Peele movie, but anything that gives you um, content that you feel that you can just like be on Reddit for days after and just keep finding answers. Like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I added it. For our TV shows, I have a, I have Ooh. a, I have a good little list. This is where I'm going to go off the rails. This, yeah. You for music and movies, me TV shows. I'm a TV show girly. Okay. All right. I feel like we'll both have this one. Mm-hmm. White Lotus season two. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. After they... I know some Cultural, like, like a one. cultural phenomenon as well. The internet. We have not as a... You didn't watch Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. But not since Game of Thrones has the internet been so grappled by show like the like twitter was if you were not watching it live you had to stay off twitter which has not happened since game of thrones yeah i made i i think you and i are about the same i think we unfortunately because of elon musk are two of like the most on twitter people that i know gosh and i managed like i would be like i cannot be on twitter until i've watched the most recent episode, which I usually had to wait till lunch the next day because I, yeah, I'm on a strict nine p.m. Uh, bedtime every I'm night. So jealous of you. So <laughs> I would wait till one o'clock on Monday, and it wouldn't be till two p.m. that I would allow myself to be on Twitter because I did not want to spoil it. That's so that's willpower, baby. It I does. that but if you got on you but people were live tweeting like I was like I know I watched this I pressed play at nine p.m. exactly. How are you ahead of me? Like, so good. We discussed it, not last week, but the episode before last week. And we do a really in-depth review of it, um, especially the finale. More the finale than anything. Um, Highly recommend, Mm -hmm. if you have not watched it. um, Just a great, great, great season. Um, Excited for next season, which I'm still trying to figure out where they're going to do it. But, yeah, whatever. I went from hating this show, literally hating it, to being obsessed with it. Yeah. I told That's people that I liked it, um, but the season one's ending, I kind of was like, ruined it for me. I was like, it's good, but like, the finale of season one kind of was like, eh, okay. Made me like reevaluate I got the, the moral of the story, but I was like, whatever. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm a poor person. I don't need to know that poor people have it hard. Yeah. Wait, that's and and i think but i think um, once we came to terms with that's what the show was trying to tell us then we're in then season two we're like okay we get it all right yeah we're we're like which poor person's gonna die this show yeah yeah, (laughs) exactly (laughs) all right i don't think we're gonna have this my next one and then i'll let you go because we had we both probably had white loose my next one is the bear on hulu Hmm. Starring Jeremy Allen, and it's about the guy who took over his brother's... I know, I gave it as a recommendation on this show before. He took over his brother's... um, No, his family's, like, sandwich shop or something and tried to turn it into a fine dining Mm -hmm. establishment. And um, for a person that hates the Food Network and Chopped and everything, (gasps) I was really into it. 
Yeah, I know. Really? That's a hot take. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just, I don't want to see food being cooked if I can't have it. And I'm never going to replicate well, the recipes, so. I, fi- I find, I find it comforting. See, HGTV, in my mind, I'm like, eventually, there's going to be a housing bust. I'll be able to buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> there will be You're people right. that lose hundreds of thousands of dollars, but not me, because I'm still I'll, renting. Yeah. <laughs> and then I will be able to buy a house, and yeah. I can do some of these renovations. Right. Uh, I know where my c- cooking skills lie. I'm not going to be able to do most of the stuff they no. do in there. So, I'm not, a, I'm not a cooking show girly, but... The Bear, highly recommend. Can't wait for season two, which has already been greenlit as well. Oh, so, nice. yeah. Not What's your show? Yeah, thank you. Um, my second one, uh, I, I recently finished, uh, was From Scratch. And that was what I mentioned earlier, that the last time I've cried this hard was uh, watching the show. Um, based on a true story, it is a girl from Texas goes to Italy, meets a boy... He's a chef. They move back to California together, and then he gets sick. Um, that's all I'll say. And I've. It was another one of those where you're trying to stifle your your breathing in between tears. Um, I was literally, you guys. Obviously, you don't know because I was private texting Courtney about this, so it's not like I posted on Instagram. I was literally begging her not to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Courtney, I cried. Please do not watch the show. I, I'm begging you. Yeah. Like, you, it is the saddest show I think I've ever oh, watched. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Like, I've only. It's based off a true story. I've only watched. Um, I, <laughs> I remember I was in my bed and I've only ever still watched The, the Notebook once. I remember I cried so hard I was gagging up hot fries and uh, A and W root beer, <laughs> and I haven't watched it since. That's how hard I cried. Um, and it's weird because now I seek stuff out like that. But <laughs> I don't know if I've ever cried that hard ever. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was I was gagging up A and W root beer from a bottle and hot fries. Oh my god! Oh, from a bottle. That's the best A and W root beer, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my, that's my, that's my, what else do you have? Do you have anything else? Oh, I have three more. Okay, go ahead. Okay, basic, I'm sorry, this is so basic, I feel kind of pathetic even mentioning this. This probably means it's all mine. Euphoria? Yeah. <laughs> Specifically the play? Yeah. Oh my god. I think that, um... Something cool about Euphoria, but something I simultaneously hate is that you cannot tell when the time period of the show is. Truly can't. Because they have all of the technology of today. Like, they all have cell phones and Mm -hmm. social media and, you know, texting and everything. But everything on the show looks like it's set in, like, the 80s or 90s. And I... You could tell me it was set in the 40s, and I'd be like, okay. Yeah. They're dressing a little provocative, but okay. <laughs> okay. So, I think it was this season they did a flashback episode of Fez and his grandma. And, you, yes, it was the season. Fez and his grandma, and you found out how Ashtray yes. became part of their family. Yeah. And the scene is set in, like, the 60s or 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Fez is a 19-year-old in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> And 
2001 was fun, but I remember it. And I know that it was nothing. Like, there were not people driving those boat Cadillacs around Mm -hmm. and wearing, well, we were wearing faded sunglasses, but not to that, not the way they were in them in the 70s. Yeah. And, you know, people weren't wearing three-piece suits to go hang out at the strip club. Yeah. I didn't go to the strip club in 2001. But... (laughs) We were nine. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, if I take a podcast, I don't think people were in three-piece suits to the strip club in yeah. 2001. Yeah. It's just, it's so, so weird with the timing, and I don't, we'll talk about timing again. Yeah. In a second, because of another complaint about another show. Um, I have a, I have a few more, I'll, but I'll just, I'll list them off. So what's your, what's I have your three next? more. Okay, go ahead. Okay, we talked about this on the show as well, so I won't go too far into it. Anatomy of a Scandal. Oh, which, man, I forgot about that. Yeah, started off as your recommendation, and then I got way, way, way too into it after you told me to watch it. Uh-huh. Um, love that show. Um, yeah. Next one, you have not watched, but I'm going to murder you if you don't. It is Peaky Blinders with Cillian oh, Murphy. Yeah. Um, they had their final season, and it was excellent. Um <laughs> They also set it up perfectly. This is kind of a spoiler, but not really. They set it up perfectly. The showrunners have long said that they would love to do a Peaky Bonders movie to be the actual finale of the show. Okay, my next show is Peaky Bonders, which I know you don't watch it, but it's so good, and you need to go back and watch it because now it's over. And um, they did the fifth season. It's with Cillian Murphy. And it's great because they ended it. They've been saying that they want to do a movie of it, to be the actual finale and the way they ended it we could get a movie and i will be front and center at the movie oh, theater really? if they decide to do it because it's just the show it ended on a good note if they decide to end it right now and never do the movie but if they wanted to do a movie mm-hmm. they have the perfect place to pick up so I would love to see Cillian Murphy on the big screen, which I'm sure he's done movies, but I I need to see him as Tommy Shelby on the big screen, because if you know, you know, the girls that get it, get it, but mostly the boys that get it, get it, because all of my guy friends who watch Peaky Blinders are like, Ariana, do you have a crush on Tommy Shelby? And I'm like, it's the first episode, so I'm like, no, no, I don't. Why do you guys have a crush? And they're like, that's my main crush Monday, and I'm like, guys, I don't see it. And then you watch the show, and you're like... That's my main crush Monday. Because I started watching the show for, for Tom Hardy. That's my man. Because he's in it. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie to you. You will be sorely disappointed um, if you see <laughs> if you see Tom Hardy and Peaky Blinders. But it's 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 the way it's of the world. world. You got to take it. Take your wins and take your losses. Um Take your one to take your And then my last show, and then I'll let you go through your spiel. My last show is Sex Lives of College Girls, which... Oh, yeah. If you have not been watching, Sex Lives of College Girls and White Lotus have been HBO's one and two fall winter shows. Like, they've been their top-rated shows. Um, Sex Lives of College Girls will make you so nostalgic if you were a fellow party girl in college like moi. Um... (laughs) 
I have some complaints about the show this season. A lot of complaints about the show this season. Did I still enjoy it? Absolutely. But. Did season one come out at the beginning of the season? No, season one came out last year. You were just on that. Oh, okay. I'm You're behind. behind. Um, I think that the <laughs> yeah. timeline of the show sucked. It started right when they got back from Thanksgiving break and then ended at the end of spring Somehow semester. Ended summer break. Um, yeah. And. Mindy Kaling needs to probably go to therapy and figure out why she loves average white boys so much and makes her characters all love average white boys so much. Um, because she just has this, the group of girls are like stellar and like, there's no reason Mm -hmm. for Whitney who is, if you don't watch the show yet, she's a black senator's daughter and Bella, mm-hmm. who is this really funny Indian girl. I'm in my mind, it's supposed to be Mindy Kaling, Bella is. Um mm-hmm. going after the most lackluster white boys mm-hmm. who white are boys. dickheads to them. Like Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Mindy, figure out what's going on with Ed and then try not to reflect it on your characters because it's a lot. I I <laughs> I don't like it one bit, but the show's still good, and it's hilarious, and shout out to Leela, Lila, Lila, the funniest character on that show. Probably the funniest character on TV right now. She's so funny. But what are your shows? Um, I'll go through them quickly, because I have (laughs) have a bit. Um, Bridgerton. Oh! Oh, you did love the latest season, and I thought it was okay. Absolutely. Loved Anthony. Will love Anthony to my dying day. Was crushed when I, <laughs> I was, was gonna say. Sometimes I pretend uh, that he's not. Mutual. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, love Island <gasps> UK. This latest season. That. And it will continuously be. Oh yes, my god! It is. At the fact that we get it daily. Daily episodes. I will forever be thankful. I will forever be thankful. So good. Um, I don't think you watched this, but Apple TV separate. Oh, I tried. Couldn't get into it. Loved it. Loved it. Um, I think this was on Hulu. I'm trying to remember all the platforms so I can tell people. Uh, the Summer I Turned Pretty. It was on Prime. So good. So cute. It was on Prime. I love that one too. Almost so put it on my list, but I was so trying cute. to keep it short. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I, I didn't. Especially when we get to our next subject, I did not keep it short. Um, and lastly, Under the Banner oh, of Heaven. I love that one too. I really did. Um, Daisy Edgar Jones, Andrew Garfield bunch of other stars great show great show i i love that i'm gonna go ahead and let you list all your um docuseries and documentaries next i have just a complete oh you're just gonna list them spillage yeah so next we have our best documentary docuseries of 2022 um i have untold the mantateo story which we discussed on here Oh my god! And I also have Malice at the Palace, which is another untold. Oh my really god! Good. Um, I forgot both of those. If you guys know, I'm very anti-true crime, but I have the Murdoch murders because wild <gasps> yes. stories start to I finish. My- start to finish. Fucking wild. And then my last one. Yeah. There's two different. There's a Hulu one and a Netflix one, but the Woodstock '99 docuseries so or documentaries. So good. So good. We were alive for that, and I slightly remember that as a kid, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, 
sometimes I used to conflate it with like Woodstock 69 and Woodstock 99, Mm -hmm. but 69 was way, way, way more chill. That's when Jimi Hendrix did the national anthem. Peace, love, and happiness. Yeah. Yeah. But um, Woodstock 99, that single-handedly is the reason I do not go to festivals. Festivals. Yeah. All right, Courtney. She's taking a big gulp, guys. <laughs> She's about to go in. <laughs> I am I am about to just list these off. I um I'm sure it's the whole reason that we had to switch around our um how we uh um, Oh yeah. Finish up do the, the show. end of our show yeah. because my recommendation every week is usually a documentary. Um and we had to stop ending on such a sour sad like, note. Not sour, yeah. I shouldn't say sour. Um a yeah. sad note. I'm just going to lift these off. If I give them a, a brief description, that's even going to take too long. Um, downfall. The case against Boeing. Uh, the plane. Okay. The planes. Yeah. Everybody watch that one. That's probably one of my favorite documentaries of the year. Jimmy Seville. Child molester. Huh? I don't. I know. It was on Netflix. It was about this, like, beloved. And the person I compare it to is also not a great comparison. But it was of the same notoriety as, like, Bill Cosby. Everybody in the UK absolutely loved Jimmy Seville. Come to find out, he just molested a lot of so kids. So he's basically Bill um, Cosby with, with kids. Yes, of the UK. Oh, wow. He's a white Bill wow. Cosby. Um, genius. I don't love that it made my list, but you have that's to so say good. it was a First, great documentary. If you could cut it off after the um, second episode, that's what I would recommend. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, white Hot, The Rise and Fall of Abercrombie <gasps> and Fitch. Great one! I forgot about that! Yes. 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 That was... Uh, Love that. Don't need the explanation of that. I just watched this one the other day, and I loved it. It's called The Volcano. It's on Netflix. They just put it out. It is about the volcano that erupted in 2019 um, that trapped uh, about 30, 40 people on the island in New Zealand, um, one of them being an American couple that made a lot of uh, headline. They were on their, there on their honeymoon. Um, but it is a island in um, New Zealand that had like sort of like this like always underlying activity and then in 2019 it erupted while there was like in um like daily tours to this volcanic island um it was all over the news they just put on netflix it is very very recent um like i said called the volcano um next one meltdown three mile island i probably put this on my list because it was close to home um this like nuclear power plant in pennsylvania oh yeah exploded i think it was like in the 70s or maybe 80s um it's on netflix it was good bad vegan was hard to wrap my head around that's made my oh. list this that made uh, list? woman who <laughs> yeah it was such a crazy mm. story this is why i love documentaries um falls in love with this guy who turns out to be a scam artist surprise surprised um recently i hope this is a series netflix put out it's called take your pills this one is particularly called xanax and it is the history of xanax and i'm sorry <laughs> i know no very good i know i know i will watch anything if this is documentary next to it i will watch it um fifa i think it's undiscovered un- I forget. There's a FIFA documentary that explains basically how yeah, Qatar the won cup the thing. cup. Yeah, that's yeah. A really good one um, for you. Also on Netflix, it's very good. The Janes, 
which How I believe is on HBO. That one? Oh my god, yes! It is fantastic. Like I said, it was um, I think I mentioned a couple weeks ago a group of women in the '60s um, who would give uh, illegal abortions to those who needed it. Um, the Taylor Swindler. I feel like oh, that took god, over Twitter. That did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, guy who would meet these well-to-do women, steal their money, and he is still out free, and he is still Crazy. taking money. Last we know, he is in, um, I think he's in the Middle East. Maybe he's in Northern Africa. I can't remember. But he's still out there. He hasn't been caught. Uh, our father. Oh, yeah. Was a, uh, uh, I don't, I, I'm forgetting the OBGYN, word. OBGYN, gynecologist. Um, he, and he, he was a gynecologist, OBGYN, um, who used his own sperm to inseminate a lot of women. Um, <laughs> they then all found out that they are like one of, I can't even remember how many kids. Like 60 some, wasn't it? Yeah. 60 some, and still counting. Yeah, they don't even know the yeah. real number. And up until that case, I think it would happen in Texas. Texas is one of two states uh, that recently made that illegal. And it is still trying to become a federal law. Right now, it's only state laws. We're um, Keep sweet. Pray oh, and obey. But I looked at that and I was like, yes, no, yes, yes. Yes. Uh, that made my list. And the last one, ending on a lighter note, is the Redeem Team about the Olympic uh, 2008. Eight team, Kobe, LeBron, other big. <laughs> I was about to name people, and I was like, "Let's just see if she can do it." No, go ahead. Yeah. I'll, I'll name the big two. Um, who, after a long time of the a long time, probably not that long of the U.S. not getting gold, um, and a basketball because the rest of the world caught up on how good America was in basketball. Um, they finally made it back to gold uh, in China, Beijing. Oh yeah, that was a good Olympics. So <laughs> yeah, that that was that was my time to shine. Docu series, documentaries. I watched probably two per week. Um, so I had a lot to list off. Oh my god, I'm dead because you're out of breath. Um, I needed to take a drink of wine. Um, all right, now this is very. It's not niche, but it's like. The people that are on Twitter get it. The people on Instagram are going to get it a week later. People on Facebook are going to get it a month later. Good to get it. (laughs) It is uh, our favorite memes of 2022. My first (laughs) one is, again, very niche, but it is Alexa Demi and America. No, I was supposed to say America Ferreira. Barbie Ferreira. America Ferreira. In the bathroom of yeah. Euphoria, and it's that. Bitch, you better be joking. You better be joking. <laughs> Damn it, that's on mine too. That's on Do mine I look too. Like I'm in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. I am in love with Nate Jacobs. Yeah, that's a great one. That is a great one. When, mine, when? I'm going to save my strongest one for last. I have two more. I'm going to save my strongest of the two okay. next. Um, we mentioned it earlier, was that Adam Levine meme where it was oh, yeah. like, it's truly unreal how hot you are. Yes. You looking at your hot pocket, you looking at your pizza when you take it out of my, the oven. My MacBook when I have more than five <laughs> windows open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
right, my next, next one, one is <laughs> them making the green M&M not be sexy. <laughs> oh my god. I forgot about they that. They took her out of her sexy ass high knee boots and put her in some fucking Chuck Taylors. <sighs> Let her be hot. Let her be hot. Let her be hot. <laughs> yes. Look, we need a sexy We need M&M. a sec- one sexy M&M is all we're asking for. Literally. Yeah. Inclusion. Inclusion. We have to include the yellow M&M. You guys won't let us have a sexy green M&M. This is where I, yeah, I don't think on. I've had an M&M since they done that commercial. <laughs> don't know if I've had M&Ms in the last five years. I think I would years, agree. But doesn't can't matter. agree with that. All right. What's your next one? Uh, mine is... Uncut jams. <laughs> uncut jams. And I was just and uncut jams. Yeah. Uncut jams. Um, okay. <laughs> my last one. My last one is uh, it's not as funny as that. So I don't know how I laugh so hard, but it's it's corn. It's corn. A big oh my gosh, the corn boy. It's got the juice. It's got the juice. It's got the juice. Then imagine more beautiful wow. thing. Like that's that a great one. That guy had commercials on all day Thanksgiving of him making like showing you recipes for corn stuff. And his college is paid for. His wedding day is yeah. paid for. His retirement he probably pay is off set. My student loans. Four hundred one k doesn't matter. He's got it He's all. He's a corn kid. Like. He's a corn they kid. They don't even have a real name. Just the corn kid now. Just the corn kid. Who's, what's your... Th- those were good memes. Did you have another one or are you done? The, okay. That's it. That's Perfect. all the ones I got. Alright, this is... Oh, I will throw in this last one. Um, as an honorable mention, just so I can talk about this. Um, Liam Payne did an interview with Logan Paul, which is for a very niche group of people who found offense to everything that he said Truly. in this. But it is, when people do something bad... And so it'll be like, let me think of something. Um, Kim Kardashian, or uh, let's see, Khloe Kardashian had another kid with Tristan Thompson, so I blocked Liam. Oh Payne. yes, yes, yes. Something happens, so I blocked Liam Payne. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. This is for Love it. I couldn't find anything when I went to the mall to wear, so I blocked Liam Payne. I my Wi-Fi went down, so I blocked Liam Payne. I couldn't match. My outfit today, so I blocked Liam Payne. It was just, I, I loved every single one of those. That is good. It's a very online thing, but I love mm-hmm. it because I'm very online. online. Um, now, this is my favorite category of all the ones we listed, and it is mm-hmm. the um, breakthrough star of 2022. So, this doesn't have to be a newbie or anything, it's just who had. You know, their biggest year in the 2022. Year. So I told Courtney okay. my first one already. So she's not going to be surprised. But I. Right. We've talked about him already. It's Bad Bunny. He did. He's. He did he have the a great biggest, year. He had the biggest year of any celeb this year. And I am stressing mm-hmm. because as much as I love Beyonce and as much as I love um, Renaissance. His album it might went out of the year. Consistently. It might went out of the year. Like his album, one of my favorite things of the end of the year is seeing um, music reviews from like critics and like different magazines and stuff like that. 
Bad Bunny is not even consistently on the list. He number is number one. one every single on the list. list. He he did SNL this year, which is huge. Mm-hmm. For he's the first Bad Bunny speaks English, but he refuses to speak English because he's like there are people that we you know we speak Spanish and they refuse to absolutely learn, they refuse to learn Spanish. So I'm just going to do it back to mm-hmm. them. He did SNL and he's the first like fully Spanish speaking person to do SNL and perform fully in Spanish. Um, he had one of the highest grossing tours, if not the highest grossing tour of 2022. Um, and his tour was one of the highest grossing tours ever, which is just wow. insane. And if you guys haven't listened to this album, shame on you. But if you want to know where you know Bops. Bad Bunny from, it's from I Like It with Cardi B, which was like his breakout song, mm-hmm. which was, I think, 2018. So. I think so. He's been out for a while. I remember the beginning of his verse. Obviously, like, I wish I could speak Spanish, but I don't know what it's saying. But the beginning of his verse, and I like it. Um, I, when I would try to sing like I would say John Mayer. Because his <laughs> I'd be like, Don Mayer, Don Mayer. And I don't know what he's saying. I just say John Mayer. He, oh, okay. And then beyond him making great music, he's so sexy. Yeah. His Instagram, yeah, just constant thirst traps, and I fall for him every time. And like, honestly, I low key kind of feel bad because we talk about Harry Styles queer baiting people, and Bud Bunny is the number one queer baiter of all time. He knows what he's doing. He makes out with guys on tour like mm-hmm. and then he'll come out in his interviews and he'll be like no i'm straight and i'm like do you just want people to come to your tour because they might be able to make out with you because i will buy the tickets you might come to coachella courtney do you want to go to california for a weekend because yeah, it's the only time that I will accept going to Coachella. No. And that's including Harry going. Yeah, I can't do I can't do a festival, but I will go for Bad Bunny. Like Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because we know that he's already toured and we've missed our chance. So now this is This a is our only chance to, like, to see him again. Where he's gonna do yeah. this album, you know? Could you imagine if we took like a like a South American trip once we get our European trip out of the way? We're just like, okay, now we're just going to... No, Bad Bunny's from Puerto Rico. We don't even have to have a passport. We can go see his ass. <gasps> like, no. He's a US, U.S. citizen. <laughs> Not her proxy Spanish. She's... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who... That's my only breakthrough because we're going to do our yearly crushed and sour. But yeah. who's your breakthrough? I have uh, two runner-ups and then a number okay. one. Um, I Because I think these two runner-ups are either have been thought about, but 2022, I feel like they're somewhat of a household name. Um, one is Austin Butler. Good Because one. I feel like pre-Elvis, not known. Post-Elvis, I mean, he hosted SNL yeah. for God's sake, so he's made a name for himself. Um, two, we mentioned earlier, Jack Harlow. I feel like in 2021, he basically had like What's Poppin' thought- and the guest feature Ooh. on that little Nas X song. But now he's everywhere. I feel like, okay, all right. 
You feel like he's everywhere because I follow him so much and he is everywhere to me. Everything, send me everything he does. I think that 2021 was more of a breakout year for him. More? <gasps> I don't think so. More the COVID year was the breakout year for me than anything, but. Breakout. Okay, I can see that. I think he just became more of a household name in 2022. Okay, I'd agree with that. I think he had that meme with Emma Chamberlain, which yeah, like, he did go really to the went off. off. Yeah, he went to the Met Gala. He had his album. He has a New Balance um, deal. He got Grinlet New Balance deal. He filmed uh, White Man Can't Jump I sequel. I can't the remake of that movie, but yeah. I think he just had a really good okay. year. My number one breakthrough celeb, though, is Julia Fox. Without a doubt. I knew it. I knew it. I knew uh, it. Without a I doubt. She was unknown. You could have told me Julia Fox, and I saw Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. I saw Uncut Gems, and I couldn't tell you the actress's name. I didn't know that. I think this has been the year of Julia Fox. I see her on, like, I think it's, like, Grubhub abs ads now. No, you ain't getting abs from Grubhub. But you do get abs. No, we're not getting abs from Grubhub. Um, I think think it's Grubhub uh, commercials. I see her, um... Everywhere. I want I want to name more I just I Oh quite she's literally like a queen of everywhere. TikTok now and Instagram. Yes. Yeah. And it's wild because we I think I've had such like a roller coaster with her. I was like, she's clearly somebody just wanting attention. And then she put out these TikToks and she was just like I dated Kanye to so, get him off Kim's back. Get my back. Yeah. <laughs> get get well stuff like that and just like she just seems like a cool girl. Yeah. And I know, I hate it. Because I hated I, her. I will say I still hate her fashion. Oh, it's awful. And makeup. 90% of the time. And makeup. Um, but she had a breakout year, so. Good pick, good pick, good pick. Jules, I'll give it to you. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap up the episode. Um, first, we're going to do our sour grapes of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, which was a hard pick, because... Sorry to the men, but y'all suck this year. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. My 2022 Sour Grape is Tory Lanez, who, honestly, yeah. we didn't have the show two years ago, but he would have been it since 2020, for shooting Megan Thee Stallion. Now we have a jury verdict that said he fucking did it, and if you don't think he did it, you're stupid. I, don't, I literally have nothing else to say. You're fucking stupid. Um... I also would like to point out, and this is nothing against the short kings out there, um, but this guy's not a king. Yeah. Five no. three. <gasps> is that what he is? He's an inch he's taller height. than uh, me. He's he's like an inch taller than me. Yeah. <sighs> nah, he yeah. sucks ass. Um, yeah. This past week, a jury found him guilty of assaulting Megan Thee Stallion with a firearm, um, and he is appealing his verdict, which. This is not going to happen. Usually for criminal cases, courts don't like to appeal a guilty verdict because just not a good vibe. But uh, here's my thing. And I talked about this last week on the episode. His whole defense was that the girl, Megan Stallion's friend, Kelsey, was the one that actually shot her. And the jury found him guilty. And then Tori's also very short very bald dad who by the way fucking abandoned him as a kid tori makes it famous comes back and tries to be the best dad ever um so do with that with what you will but his dad is speaking out after the court and he blames uh jay-z for the ruling 
and Rock Nation, which is uh, Megan's interesting management company, which Jay-Z owns. They mentioned Beyonce, which is where I draw the fucking line. You can talk about Jay-Z. <laughs> Don't bring up his wife, okay? Um, mm -hmm. But the thing that was interesting to me is that Corey, Tori gets found guilty. And his family and his fans all go in this rant about Jay-Z. They have not once mentioned or said, why are you guys charging Tori with this? Kelsey did it. Which to me, anytime there's like a murder or a shooting or an accident, you always are like, you blame the other possible suspect. They're blaming Jay-Z. Mm -hmm. Like, Jay-Z's done some crime, but... He didn't, he didn't shoot Megan Thee Stallion. They have not once mentioned Kelsey, the person that his attorneys were trying to pin the crime on. So I'm like, you guys are not really? making your appeals process much better by saying there are some wild-off third-party conspiracy theory to take down Rock mm. Nation, which, listen, Tory Lanez, I can name one song by you, and it's a cover, and, um... And I couldn't, I don't, I can't. You think that you're, you think Beyonce and Jay-Z need you? Like, literally the number one, number two Grammy Award winning artists need to take you down to keep their career going? Yeah. Man. I, nah. I am sometimes envious of stupid people because they live a blissful life. It must be nice to just be, like, able to push your faults and ideas off onto somebody else and then just live with it but i have to use my brain so i can't which is very unfortunate yeah yeah all right who's you your to get by day today who's your 2022 sour grape uh elon musk yeah fuck yeah that's all i gotta fuck say yeah. <laughs> uh, he bought twitter and he made our uh favorite social media a hellscape, hellscape. um other than just being friends with Kanye and being friends with Jared Kushner. And um, so I watched The Glass Onion, like, I started last night, finished today. And it's such a good parallel to Elon Musk. Um, if anybody hasn't watched it yet, uh, Edward Norton's character pretends to be, like, this high and mighty character, like, this creator. And he's just dumb. He's just dumb. He just is a dumb guy with a lot of money. Um, Literally thinking Elon that he's going to change the world. And he's not. Um, so Elon Musk, because there was no reason for you to buy Twitter. And then Ruin back it? out. And then buy Twitter again. Or go through on buying Twitter. And now there's a there's talk. He put a poll up the other day asking if he should step down. And the poll was like, yeah, yeah. you should. Uh, a lot of people think that he had to do that for the... Because Tesla's tanking. Because a lot of Tesla's money, a lot of Tesla stocks are back in Twitter. Twitter now. So people think that he did that so he he can be like, oh, well, they said I should step down. And the, I don't know. It's like a whole conspiracy. I'll just send it to you because yeah. I'm, I'm going to just sound dumber and dumber as I try to explain it. <laughs> I I believe it, though. But that's my sour of 2022. Um, I love that he's hemorrhaging who's your... money. But... Oh God! Makes me yeah, so happy. Absolutely. Who's your crush of twenty twenty two? My crush of twenty twenty two, another Buzzfeed queen, is Quinta Brunson. 
who is the writer and star of Abbott Elementary. She won an Emmy Award mm-hmm. for the show this year as well. But when I say the girl literally started from BuzzFeed videos and just worked her way up, and now she has one of the like highest rated, most watched sitcoms on network television. And yeah, it's actually funny. Like, I think I love a, sit- a sitcom, so I'm not really a great judge of it, but it's so good. And it's, yeah. And then she's doing all this charity to give back from the show. Like, she donates a lot of her money to, like, public school teachers and, like, Philly inner city schools because the show is, like, supposed to be based in Philly. And she's just doing the work. She got Shirley Shirley Ralph, yeah, her first Emmy, which is insane because she should have had one years and years ago. And a lot of the cast got nominated for Emmys for this next coming Emmys. And... No, what's they did Golden Globes next coming Golden Globes. So, yep. yeah, I I love it, and I want people to watch it because one ABC sitcoms are actually like the few one of the few good sitcoms on television still, but mm-hmm. it's actually funny if you have like any teachers in your life. It is actually they're like this is kind of yeah. too accurate. It's great. Who is your crush creep of twenty twenty two? My keeping in theme with uh, the podcast and. My life is Harry Styles. (laughs) But it's hard to deny that uh, people who didn't really pay attention to him before could not not pay attention to him this year. He became A-list, A-list this year. He, uh, as far as personal life, was all over. Like we talked about earlier, he was with Olivia Wilde. um, And the whole drama of that seemed to be everywhere online. He put out his third album, Harry's House. Great album. um, Great album. With... First single as it was, I mean, up. Billboard was just like, it was number one on Billboard every week. It's on the radio nonstop it's, and his follow-up singles. Um, tour. He toured this entire year. He continued his live on tour. Um, tour. <laughs> um, he he was just, he's everywhere. And then he put out an, another movie too. Um, Mr. Not Policeman? As much. My Policeman. Yeah. My policeman. Um, not as much attention um, as Don't Worry Darling. But boy has been on a roll. He did his Ha Ha collab with Gucci. He put out Pleasing, which is his um, like beauty line. A money grab. He, but whatever. He's on a roll. It is a money he's grab. On a roll. But he's <laughs> yeah. on a roll. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That, he's he's my guy. He's my guy. Great year. Too. Great year. Yeah. I love that for him. I love, I love to see the people I love succeeding. Okay, as if he ever had a choice to not That's succeed. That's true. All right, our um, this week for recommendations instead of like a show or a movie or songs, we're gonna do wines because we have drank a lot of wine this year. Um, yes, I've definitely tried more wines this year than I ever have in my entire life, but. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think that my recommendation... Okay, I'm going to do two, but mm-hmm. I won't steal one of yours. I feel like I know one of yours. Um, I'm going to do first Post Malone's Rosé, which is yes. Maison 21, I think. Um, yeah. 19? 19. Maison 19. Something like that. You can't miss it because it's the most Something, yeah. beautiful bottle of rosé I've ever seen. Um, 
And it tastes the tastes good. so good. I'm so shook because it's we post Malone. I we started strong yeah. with that being one of our first I think like five yes. uh, alcohols, and we um, just bought it at our local grocery store. So like available to anyone yeah. if you guys want to try it out. Um, I would save it for the summer, yeah. but if there's a random one-off warm day in the winter, highly recommend. It was highly so 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 good. And then my other one yeah. is going to be um, Dave Matthews Band, um, which was, I think it's called Dreamin'. Dreaming Dreamin Tree. Dreamin' Tree, yeah. And it's yeah. a red one, and literally would drink it any day of the week. Like, yeah. I was not expecting that good of a wine from a band, and... Uh, a lot of people asked me after that episode, I said, I don't know a single Dave Matthews band song. I do know a couple and I apologize for that, but yeah, that's, that's my, yeah. <laughs> that's, those are my two. Um, I have, we are, we both, I think we've mentioned it multiple times oh, since we've had it. it. Obviously this is Zach Brown band's, uh, red so wine. Good. Um, Gosh, now I'm just thinking, like, kind of off the cuff. What else we've had that I've actually found myself I enjoying? I forgot about this. Mary J. Blige. Yeah, it was, like, Sun Goddess. Yes. Is that the name? Yes. That. Um, yeah, that was, that, that was a good one. Um, I think I really, I didn't mind the Vera Wang. I think it was Prosecco. Yeah, that was good. That was pretty good. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think about, like, the canned wines that we've had that were surprisingly good. Um, I think I was upset with Little Big Town having a good canned they wine. Because I, I, I didn't want to admit it. Because you hated their song. Yeah, it was good. Because I hated their the song. The day drinking. Yeah. And it was pretty cheap. Day- like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and what was the one? It was, it had that really cool can. Um, it was from, was it from Summer House? It wasn't Lover Boy. Oh, was this another. was a beer. It was a beer. And it was Austin. It was a beer. Austin Curls, um, Trop Shop. Trop, Trop Hop. Trop Hop. Trop Hop. Yes. yes. Yep. And that was yeah. good. Yeah. Wow. We've had some, we've had some good ones. Okay. We've had some not great ones. We've had some but... not great ones, which we will not list because we're trying to get sponsors, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. After we've got some good wines lined up for 2023, it sounds so weird to say that. Wait, we liked Chris Paul's one too. (gasps) Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, we have some more basketball wines coming up in 2023. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) um, so guys, that's our episode that wraps up 2022. Um, crazy to think that this is our 34th episode. Um, Weird. and to think that we started doing this in like end of March, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with the exception of we both got sick and then maybe like one or two holidays, we had to just take like a little breather for it. We've recorded every single week this year. Um, so weird. But so thank weird. you guys for listening um, to us every week. Like we said this last yeah. week, we truly do this as a hobby and insane to us that people tune in every single week and listen to us but it is much 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 appreciated 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, again, if you have any other friends that you have not told, yes. Tell them to start their 2023 resolution with listening to more podcasts, yeah. specifically educational uh, podcasts like this. <laughs> yeah. Especially ones with about about two friends who are spilling tea while sipping slub wine. Like, um, if if they're wine people, tell them to listen. If they're pop culture people, yeah, tell them to listen. Yeah, we don't well, we don't discriminate around here. We do not. We do not. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you everybody. This has been uh, unsuspected. Uh, I can tell you in the beginning of 2022 I did not suspect to have a podcast let alone Hell it being no. um, the most enjoyable thing about me that I, yeah one that we look forward to and um, that we have people ask about us when I, when we see yes. how um, it is a very fun thing to do so just much appreciated uh, very thankful um, and we will see you guys next year <gasps> You've been waiting to say that yep. all episode. I have yep. been. I have. Alright, thanks guys. Follow us again on uh, Through the Grapevine Pod on Instagram and Through the Vine Pod, pod yeah, on Twitter. And um, as always, thank you, Ethan. And for, uh, I'm sorry, for editing uh, and producing. Yes. And we'll see you guys in 2023. So weird. But yeah, we will. So weird. Right. Yeah. Bye, <laughs> guys. Bye. <laughs>